she said. Go and tell Polly to bring the tea in, and don't run, she admonished, as Louise scampered towards the door. Unused to being spoken to so sharply, she looked back in alarm. Dora glanced quickly at Father before saying in a softer tone, It's not ladylike, dear. Now run along. Louise's hopes of real family life didn't materialise. That remained a pleasant fantasy. It wasn't that her stepmother was unkind, more indifferent. And Dora had her own ideas of the upbringing of children. Stanley always deferred to her, and Louise learned that it was useless to protest when the inevitable response was, Your mother knows best. Father never took sides, but she soon realised he would do almost anything to avoid Dora's tears and complaints about her poor head. She wasn't unhappy, just disappointed that being a real family hadn't lived up to her expectations. The worst thing about it was that she could no longer take refuge in the kitchen as she used to. She longed for those carefree days when Father used to come in by the back door, and after throwing his hat and coat on a chair, would join them at the big scrubbed table in the centre of the room. Cookie always had something fresh out of the oven— soft flowery scones spread with butter and strawberry jam, or little fairy cakes with icing and hundreds and thousands on top. Now the kitchen was strictly out of bounds. Father had to use the front door and hand his hat and coat to Polly. Then he had to join Dora in the drawing room. Sometimes Louise was allowed to sit and take tea with them, but more often than not she was sent upstairs to have tea in the nursery. How she missed the companionship of Cookie and Polly in the warm intimacy of the kitchen. When Mother's delicate condition was first mentioned in her hearing, Louise wondered what it could possibly mean. She didn't look in the least delicate. In fact, she was rosy-cheeked with sparkling eyes. And she was getting fatter, too. Is Mother ill? Louise asked Polly when she came to clear away the tea things one day. Polly looked embarrassed. No, not exactly ill, Miss Louise. She piled the things on the tray, pausing at the door with it balanced on her hip. Don't you worry yourself. She'll be all right in a few months, you'll see. Louise was slightly reassured, even when Dora took to lying down in the afternoons with a cold flannel over her eyes. And she couldn't really be sorry that her stepmother spent so much time in her room. It meant she herself wasn't under so much pressure to conform to the strict ladylike behaviour that was expected of her. And the best thing about Mother's illness was that she had Father all to herself on their Sunday afternoon walks, although they were somewhat marred by a slight feeling of guilt. As she skipped along the promenade holding Father's hand, Louise wondered if it was wrong to feel so happy when Mother was lying at home in a darkened room in such obvious discomfort. Chapter 1. Spring, 1937. Louise was twenty-two when Sarah won the talent competition. She wasn't jealous. Well, not much, anyway. Hadn't Dora always impressed on her how much prettier and more talented her half-sister was? I'm pleased for her, really I am, she told herself, as the petite, dark-haired sixteen-year-old girl, her violet eyes shining, took her bow with all the assurance of a seasoned performer. She might have been at the Royal Opera House rather than the Winter Gardens in a small seaside town. 
Louise loved her sister dearly. It wasn't Sarah's fault that she was so plain and awkward. With an inward sigh, she joined in the storm of applause. Her father squeezed her arm. I told you she'd do it. His eyes were moist with pride. Louise told herself once more that she wasn't really jealous. Stanley Charlton loved both his daughters. It was just that Sarah seemed to have that little extra something that drew people to her, casting her older sister in the shade. She smiled back at her father, returning the pressure of his hand on her arm, as the MC urged Sarah forward for an encore. And as her sister took a deep breath, and the first clear notes of the wings of a dove soared towards the roof of the Winter Garden's theatre, she realised that Sarah was a true star. What a pity Dora was too ill to come tonight.